like it's probably he's drinking from the side of his mouth my dog's chewing a banana bone it's a really cool thing that she likes to chew and my boyfriend's talking to his parents in the other room Ooh, seventh heaven. <laughs> you got me there. You got. I was not expecting the dip down. <laughs> Why did you need smack? <laughs> uh, yes, it is warm where I am. Hello from Charlotte, North Carolina, 2021. It is 46 degrees Fahrenheit. Convert 46 degrees Fahrenheit to Celsius. It is 7.8 degrees here. It is 36 degrees Fahrenheit here. Whoa. Convert that to Celsius. I'm not even going to convert that. I don't want to. Okay, fine. Convert 36 degrees Fahrenheit. No, she didn't get it. Convert 36. Yeah, there she goes. Convert 36 degrees <laughs> Celsius to Fahrenheit. <laughs> no, you Here's got it backwards. I, I did. I totally. And then I said Fahrenheit. <laughs> Fahrenheit. What, what is 36 degrees Fahrenheit in Celsius? The answer is 2.2 degrees Celsius. Oh, hi, look at baloney butts. 2.2 degrees Celsius. It was 2.2 degrees Fahrenheit here not so long ago. Oh, shnikes. What a what an <coughs> interesting... <laughs> it makes sense that they base their temperature scale the way that they do. Like, it makes sense, but it also doesn't make sense. Temperature based on water's... State changing. Zero degrees is where it goes from liquid to solid. 100 degrees is where it goes from liquid to gas. But, like, should we be basing weather on water? Probably. I don't know what the fuck Fahrenheit's basing it off of. 212 degrees for a boiling point? 32 for a freezing point? What is zero? It's representative of nothing. It's below freezing. It's, uh, no, 32 is below freezing. Yeah, zero is representative of nothing. You know what it is? You know what it is? No, zero is representative. They base it off of where sleeping bags can keep you warm. Because, you know, there are some sleeping bags that at That's zero degrees, true. they can still keep you warm. And then it's, there are some that are sub-zero. So they base it all around sleeping bag temperatures. And so they can shoot ice at you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to AAWI, the And Also With You podcast from Affable Idiots. Every week, join us and all your other lifelong friends as we laugh together. Ha! <laughs> we share secrets. <laughs> we have a website. Jesse doesn't even know that this is going up right now, but it oh, is I up. I forgot to respond to your texts. <laughs> you did. So right now, you have Holden's byline and you have no picture. But we'll tell you about that in a second. Nice. And we strengthen our friendships on this off-color, Mr. Rogers-esque show. I'm one of your hosts, Chad Michael Pillow Fight Innes. And with me here, I've got Jesse Renee Pooty Poops Neil. Pooty Poops is, is like, like the PC you, version when of you Sharks. Think you're tooting. Yeah, 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 I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like if you're if you're a kid in kindergarten, you can't say, "Excuse me, teacher, I tried to fart and I just shit my pants." You got to say, "Excuse me, teacher, I just pooty pooped." <laughs> I pooty pooped. I'm a little baby and I just did a pooty poop. I got to go change my diaper. <laughs> diaper. Shut up. <laughs> and all you other lifelong friends out there listening and watching across globo, I am so happy to be here with all of you. And also with you. You know what, Jesse? I, I mentioned this about, I don't know whether you remember me doing this, but about a minute and three seconds ago, I mentioned a website. Yes. We have uh, a I website. I do remember that. It is affableidiots.com. 
if you go to this website, we have a brand new thing that we're doing that I also haven't told you about. It's called Year of the Guest Reprise. We met a lot of our lifelong friends two years ago when we did this the first time. Uh, And now we are doing this again for the whole year. We are doing Year of the Guest. You can go there. You can sign up if you want to host, if you want to help guest host with us on AAWI or on our video game podcast, Respawn Aim Fire. You go there. It's the very first thing on the page. It says YOTG survey. You click it. Fill out a couple of questions. Let us know when you're available. And you can be just like us and be cool kids on camera with us. And if you want to sing the intro song, I'll (gasps) even let you do it. Oh, shit. That is worth the money. It's a buy. I'd say that's a buy. It's free, though. (laughs) It is free. It is free dollars. Uh, Hey, Jesse, I'm going to start today by asking you, in question, and I want you to answer just like the Sonesta Hotel brand, honestly. Honestly, <laughs> yep, I'll do it. <laughs> um, what is the most delicious snack you've eaten this week? It's a good question. I haven't really snacked much this week. Wow. <laughs> You I can also think of the least really delicious good. snack. Okay, you had a good apple. What what type of apple was it? It was a um, oh, a p- pink lady. Oh, very good apple. That's a very good apple. I love a good pink lady. I think that's mm-hmm. the only snack I've had. Um, I probably had some grapes early in the week before they went okay. bad, but they weren't okay. as good. They weren't as yeah. good. It's not grape season, honestly. I think it's gonna have to be. It's gotta be. It's gotta be that apple. That apple is good as hell. Nice, nice. I can tell you maybe the worst snack that I've had this week and then also the best snack that I've had this week. Perfect. Both of them are these cauliflower Cheez-It knockoffs. They're cauliflower cheddar crisps. Uh, And they are shaped like Cheez-Its. They taste like wheat thins with a little bit of cheddar dusting, but they're made from cauliflower instead. Um... Mm. The first six of them that you eat, you're like, this is the worst thing I've ever eaten. Why am I eating this? I wish I could shoot myself. And then by the seventh one, you're just like, actually, these are good. I've become Stockholm Syndrome to these cauliflower crackers. Yeah, it sounds like it takes six of those for hope to die. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yesterday, I did forget. So yesterday, Casey and I... uh, we're watching Drag Race because right now there's the U.S. Drag Race and the U.K. Drag Race going on. Right, so we watched course. both of them on on Saturday, and we had we each had like two beers, and we're like that's a, at, at the end of two beers now my tolerance is like doesn't exist, and I'm just <laughs> like yeah, all right, all right, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. And Casey was like Casey had just gone to the grocery store earlier. And he got uh, a Cape Cod bag of chips of sea salt and vinegar, and we Ugh, ate that whole gross. bag. <laughs> vinegar. I'm one of the. I don't understand. I must have like a superhuman sense of smell, because v- the smell of vinegar makes me throw up all over my eyeballs. It's disgusting. <laughs> and people, I think I told you this story way last year when I went to go see a movie and there was a guy who opened up a bag of vinegar chips next to me. And then I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ. I, I like did a very shallow breath through the whole bag. And I was like, thank God he's done with them. And then he opened up a second bag of vinegar chips. <laughs> and I was like, God damn. 
But yeah, just the, I've, that is I've never amazing. eaten one because the smell of them is just disgusting to me. They're really good. It's one of Casey's favorite flavors. So I mean, that was a good one, but I felt like shit for the rest of the day because <laughs> like I drank two beers earlier early in the day, ate half of a bag of sea salt and vinegar chips. Then got sober. I think I like I got hung over in the middle of the day. Oh <laughs> man, like, I've had that happen before. It's miserable. I feel awful. <laughs> so I'm gonna stick with the apple. But that is another. That must, that's maybe the worst snack I've had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Oh, speaking of snacks, kind of. This is not snack. This is a dinner. Uh, my birthday was this past week. Thank you for the birthday record birthday. Uh, audio message. Thank oh, you. Absolutely. Um, I had. <laughs> I, so I ordered from Giordano's six deep dish pizzas from Chicago and had them shipped here because they ship them now that in dry ice. Me. Your, t- your sister texted me several weeks ago about cinnamon buns from Ann Sather's and I forgot to respond. <laughs> <laughs> that was the same day when I told my family, I'm going to order pizzas from Giordano's. Is this excessive? And she's like, oh my God, does Ann Sather ship cinnamon rolls? Let me see if Jesse will ship them to me. To respond. I'll respond later today. I don't know if they do. I'll have to look into it. Okay, tell me about your pizzas. I, I'm in disbelief if they still are even open because their food was not good. And Sather's food was like not good at all. But their cinnamon rolls were. Cinnamon rolls good. Uh, it was literally like you eat two of them. And of course you get four because each side is two cinnamon rolls and you get two free sides with any free egg. With any egg. With any, so you, free <laughs> with any free egg. Can I offer you an egg in these trying times? <laughs> in this trying time. Um, and you eat this, by the time you're done with the second one, your teeth hurt because it's so sugary, but it's so good. Anyway, so yeah, I ordered those. We cooked two deep dish pizzas, 10 inch, which, you know, a regular place is small. And the four of us, they just we mail literally could only eat frozen? one. Yeah, they mail them to you frozen and in dry ice. By the time they get to you, the dry ice is all evaporated, but then you put them in the freezer. So I've got four more in the freezer, ready to go. That's delicious. awesome. That reminds me of when we moved into our apartment together here in Chicago and there was that pizza place that's not there anymore up the street and we thought it <laughs> yes. was like a you order the pizza and then it comes to you and it, they, you get it and it's cooked but it's yeah. not cooked <laughs> your mom was like was not happy <laughs> you know, we moved in and we're like god we're exhausted let's just go get a pizza from that place half a block away my mom orders it goes over there picks it, it up and she's like it's not it's not cooked and they're like no we don't cook pizzas we give you the pizza and you cook it <laughs> It was like place doesn't the most expensive anymore. DiGiorno's pizza you'll ever see. Oh my gosh, it was so expensive. Although, oh. for a brief time when I used to work for Domino's, we did have people occasionally who would just come in and ask for the ingredients of a pizza, and then they want to go home really? and like, yeah, they want to take the dough and mush it into a circle and top it and put it in the oven. Hmm. Mark it with a B. Mark it with a B for Barney and me. <laughs> <laughs> Barney, the purple dinosaur. BPD. BPD. Backwards, that's double penetration for Barney. <laughs> Ooh, or Dr. Pepper for Barney. <laughs> that one's probably mm. less offensive. Double so, penetration is well, not I offensive. I just love Dr. Pepper. No. It's just risque. It's risque, not offensive. Speaking just of unoffensive, risque. but perhaps risque, we have a healthy competition today, Jesse. <laughs> uh, this is where we play a little game together, usually some kind of trivia based game. <laughs> Did you hear you that burp? Burp City, check it a, and see. It's because it's because we've got MDZ here, Mountain Dew Zero, not sponsored, but also sponsored. Um, I mixed that with a little bit of Mio burp. mango peach flavor. 
Um, Wait, you poured the Mountain Dew Zero into the water peach flavor? It's not water. It's the flavoring. So it's the meat. It's the really concentrated liquid. You just go squeeze. It's a little few drops at the bottom. Then you pour the Mountain Dew over top of it, and it goes, sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. And then it makes a yummy drink. Nice. It's like those those really shitty freestyle Coke machines. Yes. I also have a bottle of water. Those are never very good. But I have a second can of MDZ right here ready to go. Ready to go. Yeah, the, the freestyle machines AirPod are not good, case? you're right. Ooh. <laughs> I have a little Destiny ghost. I have a bill. I have bill. some wooden blocks. <laughs> I have a Game Boy Color. I have Casey's I have a computer. Game Boy. <laughs> I have a Game Boy Advance. I have a pen cup. <laughs> I have a second phone. <laughs> I have, I have a lamp. Oh, I can't move Rubbing alcohol. It. <laughs> <laughs> I have this glasses case. A bottle of lotion that I only use for my feet now. <laughs> mm, I have um, this thing that, oh, it doesn't show. We can charge our phone on. Oh. Um, I have this box that holds our wallets and uh, some chapstick. And uh, that's it. I have this tray that holds my wallet and a couple masks and nail clippers. Ooh. I have um I have this coaster that my water sits on. <laughs> what do you guys have? <laughs> this trash can that holds mostly just quest food wrappers. <laughs> I have this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I have a mask. I have a bunch of Visa gift cards. Mm. I have this microfiber cleansing cloth. I have, <laughs> I have this bracelet that my niece made me for Christmas that spells Michael without the E in Michael, these... and it only fits on my finger instead of my wrist. <laughs> I have these clip-on sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> you are 47 years old. Those aren't mine. Those are Casey's, and I finally convinced him <clears throat> to buy actual sunglasses. <laughs> so he did. <laughs> I was like, Casey, you're too young. You're too young. <laughs> what a good game that was. But we have another game. Healthy competition. <laughs> uh, Jesse, while I, while I talk about last week's game, can you adjust your focus mm. again? Your printer's really oh. sharp, but your face is kind of blur blur. That's a little better. Again, again, Moss. Yes, live Moss Taco Bell. Great. You look great. Thank Last you. week we played Name I That Addy. You had a crush on me. <laughs> oh my God! Who told you? <laughs> Name That Addy, which is a fun game where we had to guess Laddie, Bladdy, um, Zaddy, Edo, Zaddy, Jaddy, not Chaddy. Addy, which could be um, another Zaddy. I got pretty good scores on that. I got a six out of ten, I you believe. Did. So I, that feels right. That's you did hot to like. twat. I did a hot what? To twat. Hot to twat. Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> this week, we have a game with a similarly short name called We Have the Technology, We Can Rebuild Them, the $6 million celebrity plastic surgery game. Yes. This is a game yes, all about Daddy. guessing which plastic <laughs> surgeries your favorite celebrities have had. Ooh. Now, I want to begin by saying a couple of disclaimers. These are plastic surgeries that they admit to having. So it's not uh-huh. like speculation. It's things that they have said Hashtag in interviews. Hashtag no shame. Had. Hashtag no shame. Speaking of shame, I personally, my views on plastic surgery have changed a lot since I was a youngin. I used to think, oh my God, someone had plastic surgery. Oh my God, what a terrible decision. They're so stupid. 
But now it, this game is not about making fun of people for having plastic surgery um, because my views on it no. have changed. I myself have had abdominoplasty last year to get rid of some extra skin. Up front, Which is a plastic I'm surgery. I'm totally okay with people having sur- plastic surgery if it makes you feel better about yourself and it relieves some yeah. mental stress or emotional stress. Go for it. Absolutely. Here's Absolutely. how the game works. Lutely. Lutely. <laughs> yeah, tell me, tell me. <laughs> Here's how the game works. I have 10 celebrities here. For each celebrity, I will list off three different types of surgeries. Okay. You have to say which one of those they have had and which one they have not had. It could be any combination of yes and no for each of the three. So it could be yes, yes, yes. Could be no, yes, yes. Could be yes, no, yes. Could be no, no, yes. Could be no, no, no. No, 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 no. So I'm going to name three different types of surgeries, (laughs) and you have to tell me which ones they had and which ones they did not. Okay. All right. All right. For each correct answer of the three, you get a point. For each incorrect answer, you get a negative point. Ooh, a negative point. Negative point. So Ooh, you have a total. Po- if you get a perfect score, if you guess yes and no correctly on all of them for 30, that's the perfect score. You could have negative 30 if you get them all incorrect. Which is where I'll probably be. Or close <laughs> to it. <laughs> <clears throat> so, our very first celebrity, Ariel Winter. Now, I know at first, you're probably like, who the fuck is that? And that's what I did, too. Oh, and then I saw a picture of her, and I was like, who the fuck is that? Modern but it's Family. Alex Dunphy from Modern Family. Yep, the younger sister of the two. Here are the three possible surgeries. Breast reduction. Breast enhancement. Calf implants. Which of those three surgeries, any or all, has she admitted to having before? Uh, breast reduction, yes. Enhancement, no. Calf implants, no. <gasps> Jesse, you got 100% of them correct! That's three points for me! Three points for you! Congrats. Yes, she did get breast reduction uh, because they were causing her pain because they were so big. She did have some big old boobies for a young Yeah, girl. I remember. Yeah. And that can really do some harm to like your spine and yeah, booby pain. Mm, Boobies suck. I love to just like walk around and like hold my boobs up, or like whenever I'm in, whenever I'm in water, I let like just want to go down just low enough so you can just feel the pressure (laughs) relief. We've talked about on this podcast before the danger of boobies. I think it was maybe the very first episode, The Trouble with Boobies. Might have been. If yeah. you're laying on your back, then your boobs can creep up and choke you to death. Mm-hmm. 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 Boobs, man. All right. <clears throat> Number two, Britney Spears. <clears throat> I know her. Not personally. <laughs> <laughs> have you held her debit card? <laughs> No, sadly. The three surgeries are ear augmentation, breast enhancement, or lip injections. So an ear augmentation, does that, do, we know, do you know what that means exactly? Does it make them bigger? It can does be, it make them it smaller? Can be anything. It could be changing the shape. It could be disconnecting the earlobe. It could be making okay. them smaller. It could be any kind of change to the ear. Jeez, I have no idea what her ears looked like. I'm going to guess that she did do some lip injections. And that she Lip injections, probably... yes. Okay. And what was the second one? Boop, like a breast augmentation? Breast enhancement. 
enhancement. I'm going to uh, yes, guess there are, that. There are two words I use for breasts in this game. Breast enhancement is to make them bigger with implants. Breast reduction is to shrink them okay, using various gotcha. methods. Gotcha. I'm going to guess that she did have some breast enhancement. So yes on lip injection. Uh, lip injection, yes on breast enhancement. I don't know. I mean, I kind of just want to say yes to all three. I don't know that I feel good about that. Like confident. But I'm going to say yes to all three. Yes to all three? Jesse, you got one wrong. Oh, is it correct. the ear so one? A, uh, she did not have any ear augmentation. Oh, I'm sorry. You got two wrong. Oh, I'm so no. Sorry. She did not have any ear augmentation. She did not have a breast enhancement. She only okay. had lip injections. Lip injections. Okay. So yes. now that puts me at what? Four, two? Points. two? Okay. Because yep. you got negative two points uh, plus a positive with that one. So that a total of negative one for that one. Ouch. All right. All right. So you're moving on to round three with a total of two points so far. You're still in the positive. Tyra Banks. Oh, I know who that is. Hold on. There might be 11 in here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. No, there's 10. Okay. Uh, Tyra Banks. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. All right. Tyra. You know Tyra from Tyra. America's, America's Next Top Model, I believe she also hosts. Yeah, that's how I know um, her. Oh, and, and then uh, also Dancing the with the Stars. excellent movie Life Size. Life Size? I never saw it. I never oh, saw her Oh, that's the Barbie that the came to life, right? The Disney Channel movie? Yep. Gotcha. So good. So good. Tyra Banks, the three possible surgeries are rhinoplasty, which is changing of the nose somehow, finger reduction, or hair implants. I'm going to say rhinoplasty. Rhinoplasty, yes. Or yeah, rhinoplasty, I mean, no. I have no, okay. I have no frame of reference for like before and afters of her. I'm just guessing. Um, hair implants as opposed to a hair transplant? What is the difference? So... A hair transplant is where they take follicles from elsewhere on your head and move them to a place where you are either bald or thin. A hair implant, I think, is somebody else's follicles. I don't know. I'm going to say no, hair implants really will matters. be the one. I don't know if it's... I don't know. Okay. Um, gosh, this is tough. This is tough. I um, use... Whatever whatever the case may be, I use the words hair implants multiple times to describe any kind of hair-related plastic surgery. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I'm going to guess rhinoplasty, and that's it. Rhinoplasty, yes. The other two, the no. What the fuck is a finger reduction? Do they go in and take some bone out? Uh, I would believe that it is sucking the fat out of your fingers to make skinnier fingers. That's weird. I don't even know. Yeah, I'm just going to guess rhinoplasty <clears throat> on her. Just rhinoplasty, Jesse. Mm -hmm. You got two correct, one incorrect. <clears throat> ah, Tyra so she Banks did, do did one have a others. nose job. She had rhinoplasty. Uh, she did not have finger reduction. You were correct on that. I was but gonna guess the hair transplant. She did. She had. Uh, she called it fake hair. She said, "I have a fake nose and fake hair." Those. That's her quote. Uh, but she had stress-induced alopecia early in her career. Mm. 
So I don't know whether she got implants or transplant. I don't know. All I know is that she has fake hair. But she... Okay. Yes. Interesting. <clears throat> all right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. <sighs> so now I've got what? Am I still at two points then? I, I evened out? Oh, yes. Or am so I three for that, now? You, you, got an, you gained a point for that one, which brought you to three. Okay. Perfect. Point. Question number four. Celebrity number four. Ashton Kutcher. Ooh, okay. Whose real name is not Ashton. What's his real name again? Oh, that phone is dead. Did you know that's not his real name? I did not know that. I think it's something. Are you Googling it or do you want me to? Jordan. I'm Googling it. Ashton Kutcher real. Christopher. Christopher Kutcher. I didn't know that. Ashton is his middle name. Oh. And all of his family. He's just like me. All of his family still call him his, call him Christopher. Really? Interesting. Everybody still call you Mike. Yep. Christopher Kutcher. So Ashton Kutcher's possible three uh, plastic surgeries include rhinoplasty. Again, that's nose. Butt injections. Or knee augmentations. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to guess... Rhinoplasty. All right. So I, yes to rhinoplasty. I don't think he had, what did you say, butt injections? Butt injections. Which would be maybe like a lip filler, but in the butt, that sort of a thing. Or to uh, like right. lift it Any or something. Any kind of butt surgery I've referred to as butt injections. That could be filler. That could be uh, putting in an implant. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. I don't think think he did that i don't know i'm gonna say he didn't do that okay. knee augmentation i don't even know what that would look like is there a purpose to a knee uh surgery like that other than like you've had an injured knee like, i don't know possibly like, probably reconstruction yeah if it's gotten fucked up somehow yeah I'm just wondering, like, what would a knee augmentation look like? Like, if somebody wanted to, be, like, was unhappy with their knees. I wonder what that would look like. I wonder if, like, maybe one of them bows a certain way or... Maybe. Yeah, could be. Uh, heck. I'm going to say he had that, too. I don't know. So you said yes to rhinoplasty, no to butt injections, yes to knee augmentation? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Jesse, you got two of those correct. Which gave you another point. Okay. You're up to five now. So four points. Which one was four I points. wrong Sorry, on? Sorry, you're up to four points. You were correct that he had rhinoplasty, a nose job, to, uh, I believe Ashton Kutcher's was to narrow his nose. But injections, he did not have. But he also did not did have not knee augmentations. Knee. Yep. Got it. All right. So you're at four points I mean, points I didn't now. think he did, but I wanted to say yes. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was conflicted on that one. <laughs> All right, I'm at four Your New points. Year's resolution That's is good. to say yes to more things. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> All right. Person number five, celebrity number five, Cardi B. Okay. We all know Cardi B of WAP fame and yes. other songs, I'm sure. Macaroni but I only in know a pot. WAP. Macaroni in a pot. That's a wet ass pussy. Um, I was doing a, an Apple Fitness Plus workout, mm -hmm. and there was a Cardi B song that came on during it. And I realized that all Cardi B songs sound exactly like WAP. They're Did all they? the exact same. Um, next, we have... Okay, so Cardi I've never B, even we heard have, WAP. <laughs> you haven't heard WAP? Oh, Jesse, <laughs> no. you should listen to WAP. You have Apple Music. You should listen to WAP just for okay, the fun Okay, I'll go listen to it. And just listen just to the Just for the fun of it? 
Yes. I will. I will. Cardi B's possible surgeries are breast enhancement. Okay. Butt injections. Eyelid augmentation. I'm going to guess she did do the first two. Yes to breast enhancement. That's bigger. And yes to butt injections. Yeah, I'm going to guess yes. I'm going to guess no on the eyelid thingy. No for eyelid augmentation. Jesse? Yeah. You got all three correct. Congratulations. You are now at seven points. Is an eyelid augmentation probably like where you don't have, like where you just don't have an, or you don't see where the crease, where the lid comes in? That is one of them. Yeah. So actually the most possible, the most, not possible, the most popular plastic surgery in China is to, is that double uh, eyelid augmentation where like if you, if you notice a lot of Asian people's eyes, they don't have the crease there above the eyelid. It's just a, a smooth transition from the eyebrow to the eye. Uh, but they want in their westernization of their culture, they see that eyelid wrinkle, that crease. Um, they, sell, they see that as a symbol buy, of beauty. You can buy like it's. I don't. I guess it's like a tape. I don't really know, but it's like a stiff thing that you that you can put right here, like on mm-hmm. right over the eye, and that way when you open, it, because it's stiff, it gives you a crease. I imagine that can't be very comfortable, yeah. especially if you. If you're doing that all day for all day every day, so I but would it's want not necessarily too. just a just a crease thing. Like for instance, uh, Rocky Balboa, Mr. Steven Stallone, not Seagal, Steven Stallone, he had uh, surgery for his left eye as well, in addition to the whole left side of his face. Was uh, his was for medical purposes, though. Yeah, I assume maybe it's droopy from a stroke or something like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. That is yeah, that makes pure sense. Pure speculation, but it was uh, all I read was that he had due to a medical condition. He had that done. That Sylvester Stallone did? You said Steven yeah. Stallone. Sylvester did Stallone. I, Steven. That's it. Sylvester Stallone, Steven Seagal. <laughs> they're both actors in movies. In, they're both movie No, boys. I was going to make a judgment statement on the movies that they're in, but I decided not to start that war. <laughs> um, <laughs> number six. We are halfway through the game. Celebrity number six. Chrissy Teigen. You might know her from Instagram. Twitter. Other things she's her in. Her cookbook. Her cookbook. <laughs> but she is possibly the most one of the most entertaining Twitter and Instagram accounts to follow. Uh, Chrissy um, Teigen, I- you might recognize her from her Quibi show. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> Short-lived. <laughs> Here are Chrissy Teigen's three possible surgeries. Breast enhancement. Breast reduction. Armpit augmentation. Oh, I wonder what, what an armpit augmentation is. I'm going to guess breast reduction. Yes to breast reduction. Okay. I want to say yes to armpit enhancement thingies, but that's just our augmentation, but that's because I don't really know what it is. And I just want to say yes, but... I'm going to say only the breast reduction. Only breast reduction, yes. The other two, no. Jesse, you got two wrong. Which brings you down to six points. Uh, Chrissy Teigen has had all three of those surgeries. 
Oh, she ha- wait. Oh, she had an augmentation, then a reduction, presumably, so she, or maybe she got vice versa. Breast like. implants when she was younger. She recently had okay. those breast implants removed. Okay. And uh, she <laughs> she several years ago got uh, two inches of fat removed from her armpits, and she said it made her feel more confident in dresses. She said it's the dumbest thing. It's super dumb, but she loves it, and she's gonna get it done again. It's gonna make you feel confident and comfortable and better. Then, by all means, when do they take it from the actual armpit or from like right here, down like I think down it's below the on the actual side. armpit, right here. Interesting. Yeah, but she said it's all back, probably due to the babies. But so she's gonna. Yeah, get she's it done had what again. two two kids now, I guess. Two kids and a miscarriage. Yeah, I like Chrissy Teigen. Me too. She's great. All right, so you're down to six points. Again, still in the positive, though. On the scale ah. from negative 30 to 30, you're doing really well. I'm positive. I'm positive. <laughs> I'm doing okay. <laughs> number seven. Celebrity number seven is Brad Pitt. Okay, all right. Brad Pitt's three possible surgeries are calf implants, mm-hmm. ear augmentation, rhinoplasty. Again, that's nose. I'm going to guess he did the rhinoplasty. I'm, I don't, I just don't know about the ears. Is I don't pay, you know, I don't know. I don't know why. I'm just like, I don't know. I just don't when I think of ear augmentation, I think of Jessica Simpson in that Dane Cook movie, Employee of the Month. <laughs> and she has <laughs> the giant ears. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say he did that. And uh, calf implants, and not the other one. Sorry, can you say that again? Which one's yes and which one's no? Oh, rhinoplasty calf implants, and ear augmentation calf implants, implants, yes. Okay. And rhinoplasty, the ear one, calf no. implants, yes. Ear augmentation, no. Yeah. Jesse, you got all three wrong. No. Yeah, that brings you from six to three. He has only had the ear augmentation. Early on in his career, he did. Yeah, early early on in his career, he had his ears pinned back so they didn't flare out so much. Oh, interesting. All right, I used to I used to know somebody who had calf implants and like pec implants and (laughs) all sorts of implants like that. Anyways, continue for number eight. Yes. Okay, number eight. On We Have the Technology, We Can Rebuild Them, the $6 million celebrity plastic surgery game. Lisa Kudrow, best known for her role as Febe. I don't want to see on that. <laughs> and note to self, I don't want to see that. What is the name of that show? It is perfect. The Comeback? The Comeback, yes, on HBO. I don't remember the oh, character's God. name. It doesn't matter. She's perfect on it. I love her. Lisa Kudrow, and mostly because it reminded me of my ex-roommate. <laughs> <laughs> and Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. That's right. That's right. So Lisa Kudrow's three possible plastic surgeries are breast enhancement, okay. butt injections, and rhinoplasty. Again, that's a nose. Okay, I'm going to guess rhinoplasty. And breast enhancement. Yes and to rhinoplasty. Not... Yes to breast enhancement. No to butt injections. Yeah. Jesse, you got two correct. 
Okay, okay. So that brings you up a point to four. Uh, she did not have a breast enhancement, <laughs> so that's the one you got wrong. She did not have butt injections, but she did have a rhinoplasty at age 16. She consistently called her old nose very ugly. She used the word ugly a lot. And when she moved to a new high school in the middle of her high school career, she got a rhinoplasty over the summer so that no one would know what her old uh, nose used to look like at the new school. Uh, so that is Lisa Goodrow. You're at four. Oh, uh, story I didn't tell you about Cardi B. You got it. I don't remember whether you got it right or wrong, but she didn't. she did get a butt injection. And it was an illegal butt injection in someone's basement. She paid $800 for it. And they took, uh, she wanted, usually in a butt injection where they inject fat to fill different parts of your butt, they take fat from somewhere else on you and put it into your butt. But she could not, she didn't have any fat anywhere else on her, enough to like take out and put somewhere else. So she paid someone in a basement to take fat from someone else or something else and inject it into her butt. She said it was the stupidest thing she's ever done and it was the so most dangerous. incredible pain that she's ever had for five days. Yeah. Oh, uh, so gosh, poor thing. I think I did guess that she had that. I did not realize. I, I didn't like know it did, was. Yeah. I did not know it was uh, like that. I mean, there are a lot of people who, who have done that, especially even in the, within the trans community because they mm -hmm. can, they're so expensive uh, to, yeah. to do them, you know, through the legal channels. That's so dangerous, though. Oh, well, I'm glad her bottom is okay. <laughs> She's got a nice her bottom. Poor bottom. <laughs> All right, her two left. Bottom. Number nine. Let me get you at four points now. Anna Ferris. You might not recognize her from Anna. Scary Movie. Sorry, Anna Ferris. You're right. Anna Ferris <laughs> from Scary Movie, from The House Bunny. The House Bunny. <laughs> and from her TV show that no one watches. Yeah, what is that? Moms? Cool moms? Something moms, like that. Moms? Mothers? I don't know. <laughs> Madres? <laughs> the movie Moms <laughs> with <laughs> Emma Stone? Um, three possible surgeries are lip injections, breast enhancement, knee augmentation. Uh, I'm just going to guess... Lip injections is the only one she's had. Lip injections, yes. Breast enhancement, no. Knee augmentation, no. Jesse, you got two correct, one wrong, bringing you up to five points. Anna Ferris did have lip injections, though she regrets them and they've since dissolved. She did have a breast enhancement while doing the house bunny. She got inspired from playing a playboy girl, a playgirl, play, playboy bunny. Playboy Bunny, yeah. Playgirl, uh, that's Playgirl the boys, is the I think. men's, yeah, okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Not men's, well, could be for men. Could be we for all know anybody. what we mean. But the one You're with right. men. <laughs> she did not have a knee augmentation. That is the last time we'll see knee augmentation. I don't know what it is, and no one had it. But I needed something to throw you off the scent <laughs> no of armpits being it. fake or finger reductions being fake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. Armpits was real. That was Chrissy Teigen. That's, yeah, that's Chrissy. So what, am I at five now then? You are at five points going into our final round. Let's do this. So no matter what, I'm ending in the positive. That's exactly right. Look at you. Parting positive thought. <laughs> Christian Bale. All right. At least he's not wearing hockey pads. That's right. I'm not wearing <laughs> hockey pads. Teeth augmentation. Rhinoplasty. Chicken his nose. And eyelid augmentation. 
Okay. Okay. I'm going to guess that he did the teeth. The lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue. (laughs) (laughs) The tip of the dick. The lips, the teeth, the tip of the dick. (laughs) Um, I'm going to guess he did that. And I'm going to guess rhinoplasty as well. And I'm going to leave out the third one. I forgot what it was. Eyelid augmentation. Yeah. Okay, so yes to teeth. Yes to rhinoplasty. No to eyelid, eyelid augmentation. Jesse, you're ending the game in the positive with six total points because you got two of those correct. He, yes, Woo-hoo! had teeth uh, augmentation. He, yes, or sorry, he, no, did not have eyelid augmentation, but he also did not have rhinoplasty. Didn't have rhinoplasty. Okay. Listen to this quote about his teeth. We all know Christian Bale is a method actor. And he's one of the most method of method actors. And if you've ever seen the movie Machinist, and then, you know, he, he right after Machinist, got fucking jacked. He, he's like... Well, didn't he do dis- Batman, Machinist, Batman again? You're right. Isn't that what Batman happened? Batman Begins, Machinist, Batman, The Dark Knight. And so he went bulk. He's nothing. jacked as Batman. Well, he's, he was regular in Batman Begins. And then he went to, like, you look at him and, and a, a gust of wind could dissolve him. And so then, unhealthy. I can only imagine his metabolism is destroyed. Woof. Like yep. when De Niro did, um, what was um, that movie? It was the one, fuck, it was the one, he's the boxer. Yeah. Uh, he won an Academy Award for it. And it's on AFI's top list. Of, uh, starts with a B. Didn't he say that destroyed him? Yeah. His metabolism? Yeah. I'm going to Google and then, that you know, movie. But then can, Christian Bale, you know, whenever he played Dick Cheney. A few years ago as well. He got super fat for that. That's right. So, yeah. Oh, he's he a method did, actor. He did play Dick Cheney. Ugh. Yep. Okay. So, listen to... So, I've got a, a long quote here about his teeth surgery. And why, to me, it is like... It is extreme. Oh, yes. Jess, you have a question? It's Raging Bull. <laughs> Raging Bull. That's what it be. Bull, B for Bull. Raging Bull. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> Um, okay, I'm so ready. this quote about quote Christian me. Bale, his method acting for his teeth. Quote, I liked my old teeth. I have a molding of them on a shelf. But with Patrick Bateman in American Psycho, his physicality is much more important than most characters. He deals totally in the superficial, and he's incredibly narcissistic. I looked at myself, excuse me, I looked at myself in the mirror, and it just wasn't right. I was warned that if I got gaps, oh sorry, if I got caps, I could get a lisp. And you might still be able to tell in close-up. So I thought, I like my teeth. But I'm not so attached to them that I'm going to ruin this whole movie because I refuse to get them done. So to play Patrick Bateman in American Psycho, he got all new teeth. He didn't put caps on. Because he thought it would ruin the movie. Right, he thought it would ruin the movie if this character didn't believably, like was not believably obsessive about his teeth as well. It's incredible to me. I think Incredible he is such in a good the actor, unbelievable. But... Yeah, he is. He's a, a wonderful actor, but holy shit! But he's what's interesting too is that like person either. I bet. But not. I mean, Ugh. can you blame him with all of the? Uh, cra- I mean, he's probably just so mentally unstable. Method yeah. acting all these different characters. Uh, I mean, not to be an excuse for his buttholeness, but like, I mean, I would expect it. I'd be like, no, I'm gonna steer clear of you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. What's interesting is that he was concerned that just getting caps on his teeth for the role to make them appear perfect, that he would get a lisp. And it's like watching him play Batman and with his teeth, it's like, oh, yeah, you definitely have a lisp. And that's (laughs) it's 
That's crazy to me. I'm not wearing hockey pads. That's it. So, Jesse, you finished with six points out of a total possible positive 30 on the scale from negative 30 to 30. Congratulations. I feel good about it. I made it a point to try to include males in here as well because most plastic surgery things, it was all females. And when I went to go search for male plastic surgery, like literally nine out of ten of them are all just nose jobs. Yeah. So many of them. It's it's just so and so. Ryan Gosling had a nose job. Tom Cruise had a nose job. This person had a nose job. And it's like And Michael God, Jackson never admitted to any of his, so can't use those. <laughs> he clearly <laughs> did. It's so funny that he never admits to that. Well, he can't now. Because he's dead. Well, we have pretty convincing <laughs> holograms and good AI, and I'm sure we could and transplant to his say brain. Ghosts aren't real. We just maybe we haven't. Maybe that was Southern. We haven't figured maybe. out how to to see them yet. Well, we might should do that. Might should. <laughs> that was That's a fun it game. For this week's healthy competition. Yeah, it was a, a fun little game called "We Have the Technology, We Can Rebuild Them." The six million dollar celebrity plastic surgery game. We can rebuild them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, What's true. interesting to me in all of my research and doing that is just how split everybody is on it. Like there are people yeah. like um, like Courtney Cox who has had a lot of different um, sorry, implants. Sorry, my nose is bleeding a little. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I went like this and I was, oh. Sorry, it's Courtney bleeding? Cox has had a lot of different. It's not bleeding a lot, but my nose is bleeding. It's just so dry do have, here. Do you have tissues? No, it's not bad enough. Can that you I put some lotion thing. up your nose? Squeeze a Stick couple my punch, up there. pumps of a vino. Oh, yeah. Oh, if you're not watching the video version of this, seeing Jessie pick her nose with her pinky. Oh, that's oh, hot. I'm not picking that's it. Hot. I'm just putting the finger inside. <laughs> <laughs> the pinky makes a perfect butt plug for your nose holes. So, uh, sorry, no. In, in doing the research, there are so, like, celebrities are completely split on it. Like, Courtney Cox had a lot of different implants. And now she has, like, gone through the process of dissolving all of them or taking them out and having them removed. So she's like, I'm now finally all natural. And these are smile lines, not wrinkles, blah, blah, blah. <coughs> and then there are celebrities that are like, everyone gets Botox. Anyone who's on TV has Botox. Like um, Robin Wright from um, House of Cards and a mm-hmm. bunch of other things, uh, Marvel movies. She was like, I-, I get Botox twice a year, every year. But I don't get, like, the the... 10 whatever grams of it or 10 measurements of it that makes your face immobile. I get like yes. one in a bunch of different layer units maybe. I have no idea. But then there are people who, uh, oh, and also what's her butt from uh, Satine in Moulin Rouge. And she's in a bunch of things now. On a- bah, 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 Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, yeah. She's like, oh yeah, I used to get, uh, I used to have Botox all the time, but then literally my face wouldn't move and I couldn't, act so she she's like i no longer do that anymore um uh, but then there are people on the other we side of it, like, a lot of damage to our inventory <laughs> <laughs> we incurred a lot of damage to inventory so uh, we don't do that anymore <laughs> but then yeah there are other people on the opposite side of the spectrum that are like yeah i got a boob job and i got this and it made me happy and anyone else like it's none of your business yeah. and like there Cher are a was lot of those. drag queens that uh that do this there are a lot that i follow who have had like extensive surgeries like cheek implants like th- their faces look like um didn't Renee Zellweger have have some and like her face looks oh, yeah. completely different Over the now. last like three um, years or something like that yeah 
Yeah, there are, and there. So there's one. Well, there are several drag queens who have done this, but there's one in particular who's just and has been very open with their journey on it, and um, their Instagram has just been, you know, talking about it and showing pictures of it. And when I got got like um, like the, to to make the there, I don't know if if this queen out of drag goes by uses he or she or not. I'm just gonna say they. Um, but so they got. So I don't know what it would be. I know there's some butt stuff that they got. I think there's some hip stuff as well to sort of give more of a feminine figure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they and to make it look like the waist comes in a bit more, um, even though this person is slender already. Um, I think they had their nose and their chin done. I mean, it's amazing to see, uh, especially when you get it done well and when you go to the right people to do it, how... How it could look. It's, I think it's really interesting. And there's another queen. I, I, I guess this person's a queen. I mean, yeah, they have a, a drag queen persona, but they do a lot of um, makeup videos where they transform themselves into other people. Like, uh, he, he, he did uh, one where he w- was one of the Kardashian West babies. And so, like, he, like, browns out, like, to sort of, like, make it look like shadows his yeah. from, like, his chin down. Or, no, his mouth down so that he could have a baby-sized head. <laughs> and, and he paints. It's great. But he's had a lot of surger- plastic surgery as well. And it's just, I don't know, it's really interesting to me. And I think uh, if you want to have plastic surgery for any reason, so long as it's a healthy, you know, not like a... Uh, a bunch of people are pressuring you're doing it you because somebody getting... else tells you you have to or you need to exactly. or whatever yeah uh it's your choice for i think yeah do it whatever do it. do it honestly once i mentally came to grips with like that plastic surgery was like an okay thing to do and like it was okay to do it on myself it's literally the best decision i think i've ever made in my life so if it yeah. makes you happy and it causes you to not have stress anymore do it you theoretically only have one life so well, it depends on what you believe, because you could come back That's as a grasshopper. That's why I said theoret- <laughs> theoretically. You know, who knows? Who knows? Um, depends on what yeah, theory. So YOLO, right? So Yo do what makes low. you happy. Speaking Yolo, of doing what makes you Yolo. happy, <laughs> you might want to pursue your dream. Let's talk about our honest discussion for this week, which is where we just sit down and have a little chat. Last week, we talked for a long time. I realized as I yeah. was uploading the episode yesterday, sorry that was so late, everyone, um, <laughs> that we spent a long time talking about you know, how millennials save a retirement, what we're doing, the fact that more people should be taking advantage of the stock market, and it's more accessible than ever now. So that was a fun, interesting topic. This week, Jesse, you've brought to the table, what does the American dream mean to you? Give us some context. What's this about? I just, um, you know, people are always talking about how they've come to this country to follow the American dream. And um, it's just this whole thing that's been, you know, we've heard about the American dream for so long. So I just wonder, like, what even is the American dream? And I I don't know that it necessarily has to be. I did say, what does the American dream mean to you? But it's more of like, what do we think? as Americans, the American dream is. Like, what is it? What even is it, you know? Uh, And I don't really have necessarily any solid ideas. I mean, I think I have some ideas, like religious freedoms and things like that, even though within this country there are, you know, there's still persecution, but in some countries you can be killed. Right. Like, by by your government for, you know, having a different religion. So we've got that. There's a lot of, like, 
there are a lot of freedoms in this country. Not to say that there aren't in other countries, but um, in this country that I think people chase for that, you know, for that reason. But, like, what, I don't know. This is just something, I, I don't really have any solid uh, thoughts other than that, really, on what the American dream is. So I thought maybe we could chat and see what we think, you know, just come up with some ideas on what even is that. I have some ideas for... Again, there's no like, this is the American dream. When you're in history class, this is what the American dream is. It is A, B, C, D. It is not E. It is F. It's not that kind of thing. But yeah. here's some ideas of what I, my interpretation of what the American dream used to be. And then I think it could be a cool conversation of like, what does it mean today? Yeah, I think the yeah. American dream it's definitely different now, of, I think, in some yeah, ways. Yeah, it, it, it stems from a lot of what you just mentioned, like escaping whatever tyranny or oppression or whatever it was that came from your original country of origin to find some kind of release or, or freedom of that in America. Um, it put a little asterisk on, the, asterisk on that because oftentimes it, it, there still wasn't freedom for you if you were a woman or you were a person of color or whatever it might have been whenever you came over to America. But in general, it might be um, you know, a, a Jewish person escaping or persecution in Germany uh, coming over to During America and just being two. able to yeah. be a Jewish person without having to hide it and and face d extinction. Uh, it could be uh, being a person who is gay in Russia and coming to America to live yourself as authentically as possible. Yeah, it could be opportunity, like if you like in Ireland, whenever they you know they had the great potato famine and they're like nothing grows here, we don't yeah. have. You That's know, when my family usually... immigrated. Yep. It's like, let's go somewhere where there's all sorts of opportunity. But then it can also just be a, like, you are allowed to pursue what you want to pursue. Like, if you yeah. were, if you're a woman who traditionally couldn't have a job in some areas, like, you were allowed to come to the United States and you were, you could be a secretary. Get an education. You could, you could get an education. Yeah, things like that. At, you at could a certain point choose in time. whatever religion you want. <laughs> yeah. And it was, and it was things that, like, no matter no matter your background, your religion, in some cases your your skin color, you could pursue a job in just about anything as long as you had the drive. Um, and you didn't need uh, the, the, the old adage is I came to this country with four dollars in my pocket and I raised yeah. a family um, and ha and had a job like that's that's what you could do where you couldn't necessarily do that in other countries for a bunch of different reasons. I also wonder if part of why it's the American dream and not like the UK dream or the European dream or whatever, I wonder if because we are completely separate from that bulk of land has anything to do with it. Like uh, it's, it's more of a, it's a safety thing maybe uh, for some of the people escaping persecution, like religious or... LGBT plus that sort of a thing because you can't you can't just cross a border into our country I mean you can from some from you know north and south but I mean like in Europe and Asia it's it's pretty much and just right here you know like it's all together and so if somebody's chasing you or trying to hunt you down it's easier for them to I think if you hadn't left to come to this somewhat more isolated continent. Right. I don't know if that's part of it or not, but that's something I've always wondered. Like, it would make sense to me. It's. A, I think what you're trying to say is, if you were 
escaping persecution from, we'll say, the KGB, yeah. it's a lot harder for them to have an officer cross the Pacific Ocean to come get you than it is for them to cross the border into Ukraine or something like that and go get you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's um, yeah, because you'd have to, I mean, no matter what, to, to get to this country from, you know, excluding the other um Canada countries. Gosh, I can't find yeah. the words. Yeah, <laughs> other countries within North and South and Central America. I mean, you, it's and most even in Central America, you still have to cross a bunch of water. Um, it's just it's much more difficult. So I think it, it's maybe it's uh, the people who are yeah who are escaping these things might feel more safe. Theoretically, I don't know. Um, now, I mean, there is still a lot of. Uh, the, for the American dream, a lot of religious and LGBT plus t- uh, types of re- what am I? T- my gosh, my words are all twisted. People are still <laughs> immigrating to this country as- to escape religious persecution and persecution for being uh, LGBT plus. Um, but also now with within with Mexico and like Venezuela and all sorts of different like Central and uh, South American countries like. There's a lot of, like, just, I don't really know all the specifics, but, you know, you've got a lot of, like, um, there's a lot of drug stuff that people are trying to flee from. There's, like, governments in general. Like, is it the Venezuelan government right now? The whole country just shut down. People can't even get, couldn't even get bread a couple of years back. It's just, like, um, tyrannical governments and things like that. Just so I mean, it's still, uh, in most cases, people fleeing persecutions. Yeah. Seeking some kind of refuge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I mean, that's... Well, yeah. And that's, why I guess, why the, these people are all considered refugees because they're seeking refuge from their, from their home places. And so, like, I guess the American dream is still freedom. And I think in some ways it's better than it used to be in in for some people like the people fleeing lgb for for uh reasons of being lgbt plus uh within those communities it's more accepted in this country now though we did take a few steps backwards with <laughs> yeah. our recent leadership um but still it's as a country in general we've moved in the right direction we're not there yet but uh, if I mean, you're an undocumented Russia, Im- can... immigrant, it's still really, really difficult for you. Yes. Um, or if even if you are, even if you are like a legal documented immigrant, it can still be really difficult for you, and you can still be deported for asshole fuckery things. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, and then like we have the whole um, DACA that did not get overturned. Thank goodness. Thank That's you. a great thing. That's definitely, I think, part of the American what I would imagine part of the American dream would be uh, these people who, so the, the DACA, they're children who are immigrants, right? But their, pa- their families brought them perhaps undocumented when they were children. And so they've lived here right. basically their whole lives. Right. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, the, yeah. it's like dreamers. They call them dreamers for yeah, short. They call that, them dreamers. They, yeah. It's, the, it's those kids who, like, they don't know anything of the previous country for home because they were never yeah. really old enough to understand what that is. So, like, their life is being in America. And even though they're they technically undocumented. Considered yeah. All right. They can still get employment. They can still... Uh, I'm so glad that, that the Supreme Court decided not to overturn that. That was... 
That was a big loss for Trump. Yeah. <laughs> big win for Thank us. God. Um, but I think, I think in many ways, and tell me what you, th- I want to know what you think too. I think in many ways the American dream is very similar to what perhaps it used to be. But I don't know how, I, like, I don't, I'm wondering in what ways it might be different or I'm trying to think about ways that it might be different. Do you have any thoughts? Uh, I think you're right that it is still similar. I think that the it depends on where you are in America as to the opportunities that you're there. Like the the idea is somewhere in America, for the vast majority of people, you can pursue what you want to pursue, whatever that might mean. Um, so there is there is opportunity out there in certain areas, and there are obviously still backwards areas of the country where. Uh, you can't pursue different parts of your dream, whatever that might be, whether that is home ownership or whether your dream is having a certain type of job or whether that dream is using the bathroom that you prefer to use. Like that's, there are still parts of the country yeah. where that's not possible, but somewhere in America, you can find a place that allows you to be who you want to be. And I think there essentially that's team. what it is. Yes. And that was reminding me of, this is it. Okay. So on, is it on Netflix? It's a show, it's a series that I recently watched. I think it is on Netflix. It's called uh, Little America. And Little, it's an no, anthology. It's on, uh, it's on Apple TV+. It's Plus. HBO. It's on what? Apple TV+. Apple Plus. TV+. Plus. Yes. Yeah. So I watched it. So it's, um, how many seasons or episodes? Is it like six episodes? I think it's six. It's one season so far, six episodes. And yeah, it's all just stories, real life stories of immigrant families in America. It's so good. I loved yeah. it. It's eight. It's eight episodes. It's so good. And it's like, um, it, it especially for being like a white, Amer- a white born in this country, American person. Um, you know, I don't think about what the American dream is a lot. And I don't appreciate, you know, it's easy to not appreciate it because we, we aren't confronted with what that is. And when we've not, we haven't seen or experienced not this, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Uh, we haven't <laughs> right. experienced like religious persecution or persecution for being, you know, LGBT at all, you know, cause uh, at least, uh, you know, so it's just the, it was such, oh my gosh, it was such a good, the show, I cried like every episode. I highly recommend everybody <laughs> goes and watch Little America on Apple TV Plus. It's so good. I think it's the first episode where it's, um, it's an Indian family and they, they've immigrated and the son was born here, yep. and they own a, a, like a motel. And then the parents' visas expire and they don't get renewed, so his parents have to go back to India. And he basically raises himself and runs this hotel. He has like guardianship um, with his uncle, but his uncle's a deadbeat and doesn't care at all. He's an asshole. Was he his real yeah. uncle or just like a friend? I forgot. I, I thought he might have called him uncle, uncle, but maybe his real uncle. Who I feel like legally it would have to, to be his real uncle. <laughs> yeah, pro- yeah, probably. I don't know. I wonder though, like because in a situation like that, I feel like, and I don't know, but I feel like the government doesn't care. They're like, yeah. all I care about is you guys don't have your visas anymore. You two have to right. leave. Your American the son will literally be like, well, if you can't find an uncle, we'll put you in a cage in Texas. Like. Yeah, that's that's the government. <laughs> so yeah. you're right; they don't care. Like, oh, you want to live with this stranger who you call your uncle? Well, it's either that or a cage. I don't care which one you choose. That's, oh, 
But in like so this kid, he essentially, I mean, he ran this hotel by himself, and eventually his parents came back. I think they eventually got there. Re- it was, got their visas it was again. years later. Years and years he ran later. The motel he was for like a lots child. Of years. He was a teenager. Yeah, he, he was like eight well, years old when he started when he and left, he was a teenager. Yeah. When they came back. Like, yep. they were gone for at least 10 years and they thought they, they weren't going to be gone that long. And there's another episode, yeah, The Rock, which I thought was great. It's, um, it was a Middle Eastern family. I forget which country they were from off the top of my head. But uh, the dad wanted to build a house for his family you know he had a real he had like a really small budget oh it's so he his budget was like twenty thousand dollars or something like that and they were living in new york um and he he found he had the realtor take him around and he he like he's like i don't this is way outside my budget can you show me something inside my budget and the realtor took him to a plot of land that just has this huge it's just a huge rock just like, this is the only thing in your budget. So he bought the land. I was like, I'm going to build a house on this for my son and my wife. And um, it, it, this, that was his American dream, you yeah. know, to move. Because he escaped. I think he was a doctor or I forget what. It, they tell you what, what, like why they came to this country. But essentially it was, I mean, he was going to get killed, the father. So they came to this country, and they were living in this tiny, like, garden apartment full of rats and mice. And he want, he's like, I want to do... The American dream is having a home and having a yard. This is my American dream. And he was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to build this home. And um, he ended up... I mean, I, won't, I don't want to spoil it. He did end up building a home for his family, though. And uh, oh, cry. that episode just made me cry so much. It's such a good show. And the cowboy, the 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 guy that comes from Nigeria, over and like he was yes. he grew up watching uh, like old westerns, and so he came yep, and, and he just wants to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's so good. That so Little America. I, I just highly recommend everybody go and watch that show. It's um, Kumail Nanjiani is one of the producers. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that right? And yes, and the people who do who did um oh, Master of None. I don't think Aziz is involved in this, but it's like the producers of that. Um it's such a good show and they're all based on real actual stories of of, of immigrants to this country. Um and that is what made me start like thinking about what if, what is the American dream? I mean, and it can be so many different things. It can be being a cowboy, coming and working on working on a like on a farm with cows and horses and all of this, getting an ed- while getting an education so that you can make money to send back to your family. It can be owning a motel in the middle of nowhere, but you own it and it's all yours. It can be. Uh, building a house and having a yard because that's a, it's, it's just these simple things that we take for granted and the freedoms that we have and um, I just it, it was just you know we've been talking recently about you know a couple of episodes ago we talked about um, straight people playing LGBTQ characters and just these are just things that I think I don't know about you but me as a the privileged white person I am who is as a, a, a born in this country citizen, I don't think about these things that much because I'm not confronted with them. And I think that we should pay more attention.
Um, right. And that, oh my gosh, even, that show was so good. <laughs> that show was so good. Even the um, the ability to live where we want. Like, if I decided right now, like, like I was able to, in August, pick up and say, you know what, I'm going to not live in San Francisco right now, I'm going to live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Or we decide, after college, we decided, you know what, I'm not going to live in North Carolina, I'm going to go to Chicago and live and yeah. be an, a, a legal adult person in that, mm-hmm. that city. When I think of, I think I mentioned this a long time ago, back when we were the Affable Idiots podcast, when I went to China, I learned about something called hoku, which is, oh, sorry, huko, it's huko. Um, and it's like, it's a citizenship for a city. And you, mm, yeah. you literally have that citizenship. You cannot, like, you cannot move to another city without becoming, without having huko for that city. Yeah. Um, so, like, for smaller cities, it's easier to get your huko there. But if you move to a city and you don't have your huko there, then it is, then you cannot, your kids can't attend public school. You cannot own a house. You can rent. You Like, there are so many freedoms Probably. that you can't have. Can you and work? And if you want to move to, uh, I don't, I don't know what the work, like, obviously there are restrictions for you in working. I don't, I don't remember what they were. Like, it can only be for a certain amount of time each year. But if you want to live somewhere like Shanghai or Beijing that are super overpopulated, like yeah. the process for getting hookah for those cities is years, like six, seven years. And what if you move there and then you hate school. it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or you have to apply to get your hookah before you even move. So you're like, all right, in seven years, do you think I want to move to Beijing? I don't know, but we better start that process now. Yep, and who knows where your life will be then. Th- that is something that... You know, I w- until you told us about that, I didn't know that kind of a thing existed. Where we can yeah. move city to city, we can cross state borders, we can do what we want pretty much here. Yeah. And there's no no problem. And in this country, people of opposing or different religions can fall in love and marry each other. In yeah. other countries, you cannot do that. You can't do it. And... Um, that's just that alone it, it is it seems like such a simple thing you know to be able to like oh yeah of course i could marry this uh like okay i'm a i'm christian okay of course i could marry this um this muslim person it's not a problem or of course i could marry this uh, this jewish person it doesn't matter uh, you know it, it, it whatever it's their religion and we're different but that's okay who cares we love each other you literally can't do that in some places <laughs> yep and uh there's just a, there's a lot more freedoms here that I think we um, take for granted and don't don't notice. And I think it's also really easy, especially with like, the state of affairs in our country, and especially like, when Trump was still president, it's really easy to be negative and be like, man, everything sucks here. Even still, there were a lot, that, I mean, it's just a significant amount of freedoms that we have that other people don't have, even when we had a terrible president. Yeah. And I just think it's important that we are aware of those and don't lose sight of it. I think on the flip side, it is also important to acknowledge that, like, we're not the only country like that anymore. Yes. A lot of Europe, uh, a lot of African oh, countries, yeah. obviously mm-hmm. yeah, Canada, all that kind of, like, there are a lot of places now where you are, especially since the, the formation of the European Union in the late 1900s, yeah. like, it's it is now easier to put down roots and wherever you want in Europe and, and become whatever you want, wherever you want. In most of Europe right now, you can do that, I think. Yeah. 
I mean, you of course you have to get you know you've got the whole thing of you, you've got to get you know your visas or if you want to become a citizen. And then in Europe, the countries are smaller. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> the countries are smaller. But I mean, it's I mean it's like Germany. There's so much going on in Germany. That's great. And um, I, I, we, I mean, didn't we say when we were talking about if we if Trump wins the presidency <laughs> and you, we move to a different country? That was our second choice, Zealand as I Germany. recall. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like there's so many good. We're very lucky uh, globally in that there are so many places that you can go um, that you can have the freedoms that you crave and need and deserve. (laughs) Let's just say, I mean, (laughs) right? (laughs) Um, We're very lucky as a planet, (laughs) as a globe. Species, society. As a a people. As a world. (laughs) It's <laughs> a world. Um, yeah, so I don't think the American dream is just so much Amer- American anymore. Yeah. But I do think that um, I'd be curious to, to talk to some people about the whole, it's harder to, if you're being chased, it's harder to come to this, to, for somebody to chase you to this country, unless they already have, like, cells of people set up. But uh, they can't just take you back, you know, like put you in a van and take you back across the border into wherever it is you're running from, assuming you're not running from North or South America. Well, I think I, I don't fully understand all of this. Like there are policies around, there are countries we share extradition treaties with. So like if it's, yeah, if it's some kind of legal thing that they've done wrong, like we have to legally send let them, them take them back, send them back. There are, but then there are also like asylum and seeking refugee and like, how does that differ if it's uh, right? So I'm, I don't know how all of that works, but I know that that we participate in both of those things. Isn't um, isn't that how somewhat the Snowden, inconsistently as well? Was it Snowden? Edward Snowden? Yeah, who he was on a he was in was he in England, but he was on um, was he on a, at a like a Russian embassy? Is that how he didn't get extradited back to our country? I think so, yeah, something like that. And then he stepped outside of the embassy, and then that's when, I think it was in London, and that's when he got arrested. But, but that, that's just interesting to think about, too. Like, <laughs> like, okay, I have to leave. I've just, I'm Edward Snowden. Edward Snowden, I gotta go. <laughs> Where am I gonna go? Uh, it's just, Can't go to the movies. Nah. Gotta stay here in this Russian embassy forever the rest of my life. <laughs> the rest of my life. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's really interesting. And what is the difference between extradition and like when you can extradite somebody back to their country versus when they're seeking refuge, when they're refugees? Yeah. And part of the, you know, refugee and seeking asylum, too, is that, like, you have to be able to prove that you are being persecuted for your religious beliefs or you're being persecuted for your color of your skin or whatever it might be. Yeah. And a, a lot of times that is impossible to prove for some people. Like, yeah. uh, I know a, a, a big thing, I think it was on last week tonight with John Oliver months ago, was people on the run from the cartel in Mexico. Like, we don't have documentation saying that they are coming after us for X, Y, and Z. And therefore, yeah. we send them right back to Mexico. It's terrible. And Ugh. the worst happens, but... 
that, and yeah, especially because that's... because we make that process again this is like systemically it is against them we make the process all in english we make the process like purposefully complex um and really difficult to understand for someone who english is not their first language let alone they don't have a knowledge of the justice system and how legal things work and yep um, and our so, justice system is very different from another country's justice system right potentially i mean in pretty much every case like especially from the countries that people are seeking refuge from the right. justice systems are very different <laughs> right. um that that sucks that's just that is not the american dream nor is it Stephen Colbert's Ben and Jerry flavor, the American American dream. dream. <laughs> that might be I've the thumbnail for this about... episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it should be. I was thinking when I was thinking about this as a topic, all I kept thinking was the American dream. <laughs> I forgot that was Stephen Colbert's flavor. I love that. Yep. Remember his book, I Am America and So Can You? <laughs> and so can you. <laughs> I bought that book for I think I had a I was in college. Uh, having a boyfriend called Michael. And I think I bought him that having book. Having a boyfriend. <laughs> I was in college having a boyfriend. <laughs> you know me, just having a boyfriend. <laughs> I'm we pretty get sure it. I bought You've him had so that. many boyfriends. Yeah, I'm super popular. <laughs> Gross. Well, that was a really uh, enlightening conversation. And... Uh, Thank you for bringing I, uh, that up. And again, yeah, just one more for plug for Little America, Apple TV Plus. Excellent series. It's so Highly good, recommend. guys. And the episodes are like half an hour. Yeah, they're great. I watched this whole season in a day while working. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Thank you for calling Liberty Travel. I <laughs> know. Uh, FCM. Oh, sorry. FCM. Thank you for calling Fuck'em. <laughs> Fuck'em. Oh, yeah. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, <laughs> yes, Jesse, thank you for bringing that honest discussion. Before we part with our positive thought, another reminder that we have content on channels, YouTube channels, podcast networks, throughout Twitter, the world. Throughout the world. Go <laughs> follow them. And if you want to get involved, remember this is Year of the Guest. Affableidiots.com is a thing. Go on it. Not only can you sign up for Year of the Guest to be on the show with us sometime in this year, but you can also go and explore what other content we produce. And there's a whole list of of our lifelong friends, people who have been on this show, people who have been on Respawning Fire, and you can go and find all of the places that they create content and follow them as well. I love it. Highly recommend going and checking that out. Uh, and then also, Alto Balto, Alto, Age of Ultron, Oliver Twist. There's a part where if you don't want to necessarily be on the show, there's a button that you can submit uh, a conversation starter or something you want us to discuss on the show on your behalf. Yeah. So go there. Play along. Come on through. Come through. With that, we're going to rep uh, represent. We're going to wrap up <laughs> episode 43. Rap episode. Represent. I feel See my you. brain. I feel you. My brain. We're going to wrap up episode 43 with a parting positive thought, like always, to send you into the night with something positive to think about. This is a quote from Audrey Hepburn. It says, nothing is impossible. The word itself says I'm possible. Think about that. Take that. Rewind it back. Audrey Hepburn got the beat that make your booty go. 
I like how you slapped your own face there. That was fun. I did. Usually I slap my butt because, you know, got the beat that make your booty go. And then I smack my butt. But then I realized I didn't have time. I didn't prepare myself and adequately think about that ahead of time to stand up, smack my butt audibly enough in the microphone. And then yep. I was like, what if I hit the table? But then if I hit the table, then everything shakes and it will make people seasick. So I just smacked my face. All of that took place in about 0.76 seconds. And the skin on skin contact sound, much mm-hmm. better than skin on fabric. Definitely. Most deaf. Most deaf, the the musical artist. Correct. And with that, (laughs) we will see everyone next week. Hugs and kisses. Hearts and sharts. And sharty farts. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ta-ta.